0: Welcome to Falcons on Corona, a podcast about the effect the COVID-19 virus has on Xavier High School in Middletown, Connecticut. I'm your host, Zach Carlone. Welcome to episode one of Falcons on Corona, Falcons in the name referring to the Falcons of Xavier High School in Middletown, Connecticut. Xavier was founded in 1963 by the Zavarian Brothers. It's an all-boys college prep Catholic high school based in Middletown, Connecticut. Always has since that time. And its motto is to be a man, a man like Christ. The school's mission is to educate the whole person, spirit, mind, and body within a Christian framework. It's also been very successful in Division One sports across the state having won 92 state and New England titles total, having 40 clubs and activities, 18 CIAC athletic programs, and countless service opportunities within the community and inside of the school. Some familiar faces in the sports world that you may recognize that have come out of Xavier High School, including Jeff Bagwell, class of 1986, who is a Baseball Hall of Famer with the Houston Astros, got inducted in 2017. Another one is Nick Greenwood, class of 2005. He was the former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher. And last but not least, someone who graduated with my oldest brother, Tim Boyle, uh, class of 2013, who last year served as the backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in the NFL. Boyle. And... Touchdown! Focus of this podcast hits home for me because it is such a detrimental virus hitting what used to be my second home. I spent four years at Xavier from 2013 to 2017, and I have three other brothers who also went through the school, um, graduating in 2013, 2015. I graduated in 2017 and I have a younger brother who graduated in 2018. Not only have we had countless relationships with close friends to this day, but we've also formed relationships with many of the teachers, faculty, staff, and administrators. One thing stands in the way from current students bettering their education with the in-person aspect of school. That is the COVID-19 virus, AKA coronavirus. As of April 27, 2020, for Connecticut, the confirmed number of coronavirus cases is 24,582 with over 1,800 deaths. In the United States, there are over 987,000 cases with 55,439 deaths. Very dramatic, very tragic. impact that this virus is having but those who are still with us and are those who are still getting by are are still trying to get through either education or or their occupation working from home working in the front line working still normally as they would or getting their education online as most of us my age are and most of us um k through 12 are as well Xavier High School is still doing the best they can to educate their students uh, virtually and in any way online as they can. I had the opportunity to speak with one of the more prolific, one of the more popular teachers among the students at the school, and that is Mr. Bill Brachek. Um, we had a phone call and um, we talked about you know what it's been like for him and what it's been like for the students. Um, and, you know, it's it just an unprecedented time, so, you know, you need to look back and put a perspective on these types of things, how our world is changing so many dramatic different ways as it is for those teaching and educating um, students. Mr. Braycheck is the current chair of multiple departments, including physical education and the computer and fine arts departments. Um, he's been in that position since 2018. Um, all throughout his time at Xavier, he has also been a social studies teacher. Um, he's also one of the driver's ed instructors with Mr. Magner, uh, the guidance counselor. He has 17 years of teaching experience across three schools. Um, he's been at Xavier since 1998, and he had the opportunity to teach middle school history at St. Mary's. Um, he graduated from Assumption College in 1994 as a history major. He had minors in the classics of Latin, Greece language, and many others. He got his master in liberal arts at Wesleyan University in 2013. And in 2016, he won the Theodore James Ryken Award. The Theodore James Ryken Award is named after Theodore James Ryken, the founder of the Zavarian brothers, and is awarded to a faculty or staff member who is an exemplary model of Christian education. We are joined none other than by Bill Brachek, who was the winner in 2016. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Breachek. Take me through what Xavier is doing right now for classes. I know it's obviously online, but what does that look like for you? Well, right now, what we're doing is um,
1: we rolled out the beginning, like a first phase where teachers were asked to take PowerPoints and put uh, voice overlays over them. And then what they would do is they would upload them to the learning management system we have, which is called On Campus. And then the kids, because they're used to using that, they would check it every day um, and then complete the work and submit it online. You know, So that was the first phase. And then, of course, we're using email a lot and discussion boards on that same LMS. And then the second phase was um, that we would start using Microsoft Teams. And Microsoft Teams was basically to get FaceTime between teachers and students. Um, Most of it would be used for like office hours. So if kids wanted to talk about assignments or go over quizzes and just get one-on-one extra help. We could do that, you know, like a video back and forth. And then we were also playing with some live, live classes. Um, so the live classes are also held through Microsoft Teams. And what we're doing with that is doing it like a big class and kids, you know, a bunch of kids come in, the, the bulk of the class comes in and we'll go over we'll go over previously taught materials so what i've been doing is i've been going over worksheets that i might have assigned them or i'm going over quizzes that we went and did days before or tests that we did day before and that's pretty much what's going on you know in that second phase right now some teachers are playing with some teachers have been playing with uh OBS, which is like a, a stream cast, you know, screen casting software. Uh, but not a lot of teachers have been doing that because not everybody is, you know, as tech savvy as 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 some other people. And then, um, yeah, using email a lot. Mm-hmm. Using Google Voice a lot um, because, you know, you got to call kids sometimes or you got to call parents. You know, and Google Voice gives you a private number, um, you know, so you're not giving out a personal number and things like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I could clarify if you want.
0: No, that's pretty good. Oh, I mean, what is, so for you, what is a typical day like now look like versus like a, a normal day? Obviously, a normal day would be a full day of school and classes, but what does that look like now? Because... If we were at school right now, we'd be in class, but we're not. So, what does it kind of look like for you now? Well,
1: I get up an hour later or two hours later. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to start the day until really eight o'clock. We have to have assignments posted on the learning management system by eight. And then, but I usually have that stuff set the day before. And then, um, I'm just thinking, you know, we have homeroom, which is kids signing in to a, a team's page on that Microsoft teams. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it's looking what I planned for the week and either making a PowerPoint and doing a voice overlay or holding office hours or yesterday I had a live class and we went over a quiz, like I had said before, mm-hmm. you know, then it's, it's answering emails a lot. It's, it's, um, it's working out the, the bugs on technical issues. If I have them yesterday, I was working out some bugs on some things, or it would be, uh, I don't know if I said this, but emailing parents about kids who are missing work. And of course I'm grading. You know, I'm going through what was assigned the day before or the, you know, a couple days before and just really trying to stay on kids to make sure they're doing the work and they're doing it well and putting comments in and, you know, calling or emailing parents or kids if they're missing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to end the day. In the beginning, ending the day was hard Um, because it was a lot of work but now I think we've been doing it three weeks and I think the struggle in the beginning for most if not all teachers at Xavier was getting into a flow or getting into a you know a a routine so this week hasn't been too bad I'll start at eight o'clock and I'll go to maybe three or four and you know Mrs. Braycheck and I'll do what we do in terms of dinner or the daily household stuff, and maybe at night I'll sit down with the computer and I'll just go through grading, which is what I would have normally done if we were in school anyway. yeah so trying to I think I'm trying I think everybody's trying to just normalize everything. Um, I'm doing a lot of work in an office at home, so it's not the classroom, I miss the classroom. Um, I miss jumping around um, and yelling and screaming and being funny. And I can't do that. So it's a little, it's a, li- it's a lot
0: different, you know, it is. Oh, it's different for me too. And yeah. college wise, I mean, we're using zoom uh, the online, like video chat thing. Yeah, And then like, like you said, we're still doing email and, a lot of other communications. It's just a different kind of feel for it. And I don't like it either. I'd rather be in person. Right. But what do you think it's, how, how do you think it's affecting the students? Have you noticed any like changes in their maybe work ethic or because you mentioned how they always have to check their emails and and they have to join these homeroom, homerooms in the morning. Has any like of those patterns changed from going from in-person to virtual now? Um, It was hard in the beginning
1: with the homeroom check-in because they're using, you know, Microsoft Teams, which is not something they're familiar with. And, uh, you know, they're being told not in person, but through an email, you know, how to do this simple task of just going to this message board area and just typing in here you know Mm -hmm. and I and that might seem like a small thing but I think that's been true across the board yes okay we use on campus as our LMS and kids have been using it since they started working or going to school at Xavier but they haven't quite used it in the depth that we're using it in now so where we think as adults or teachers, the kids know more about computers or know so much more about technology than we do. Then we start requiring it and we find out that, okay, they don't know maybe as much as we thought they did. So we have to go back and say, how do we instruct them on how to submit an assignment to on campus or how do we, you know, instruct them on how to use the message board or how to use teams or how to, you know, sign into a, you know, into a video conference, um, with teams, you know? Yeah. I think that has taken some time and it's frustrating, not just for the adults, but it's deeply frustrating for the kids because, you know, I think maybe, they're saying, oh, I know technology, I could do this. And then when they can't, they get frustrated. So they're a little bit more, I think they're a little bit more prone to get frustrated and just stop and not continue on to not you know, do what they do until, and then they're prodded by their parents. You know, hey, you have to do this. You have to learn to do this. You know, this is what they're doing now. This is what we're doing now. You know, you can't just sit and play video games the rest of the day you know i think the majority of kids now that we've been doing it for like three weeks the vast majority of kids are on they're they're with the program in terms of getting things in and getting into that flow i think a big help we had vacation last week so i think having a week just to kind of stop that helped. And now everybody like this week, I've noticed it's only been a couple days. Nobody's messing up with signing into homeroom. I'm not getting a lot of kids, not handing in stuff. Um, it's it's maybe just a small minority of kids. And that would have been the case even if I was at school. I will tell you this. I do think um, this has taken its toll on the, 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 mentality or the, the psychology. Like I could tell that kids miss their teachers. Um, I know this when I get emails from parents, like saying, Hey, so-and-so really enjoyed your live class today. He misses seeing his friends. He misses seeing his teachers. Um, that, that really perked him up. You know, I think the isolation is really affecting, uh, both, teachers, but also the students, um, probably more deeply than
0: us as adults, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so just to clarify, I think I saw something, well, governor O'Mont closed the state till May 20th. So you guys are closed until then, right? As, you guys as far still? as I
1: know, that that's what we're, that's what we're sticking with. We're, we're following state guidelines.
0: Yeah. And have you heard, like, anything about, uh, like, what maybe the fall could look like? Because there are already schools talking about changing up the fall semester or changing up next year as a whole.
1: Yeah, I we haven't really thought. I haven't been privy to those discussions. Um, sure, that's you know, that's, good, that's a good question for, for maybe Mr. Soretta. Yeah. Who I know you'll probably be speaking to sometime. Yeah. Um I- yeah, we have, you know, right now, the, fo- the teachers teachers are, are just focused on let's get through, you know, we're getting through this quarter, you know, we're, we're just looking at it from that point of view, mm-hmm. you know. The, the thing that I, I, I know that we're, we, we just changed a little bit and went to a four-day work week and a one-day study day so today Wednesday is a study day for kids uh teachers can't, can't teachers can't assign new work they cannot sign new work um we could do like a an office hours or a live class but we can't give any new material it's it's meant to be a, a day for kids to catch up for teachers to catch up oh and gosh. I know that we're we're not going to do exams so because uh it's problematic in terms of how those things would be moderated or, or the integrity of the, you know, what the integrity of the exam would be. So we're not doing exams, but as far as like those administrative questions um, you know, we're just taking the day to day, week to week thing right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then do you, have you heard any, like, Funny, lighthearted stories from any of the other teachers about like maybe a, a mishap with the technology or or something happening. Have you heard any stories? Well, I,
1: the mishap.
0: I I try to I try to
1: touch base um, with somebody or a couple people each day. Um, in terms of mishaps, not really, but orchestrated things. There's been quite a few funny things. If you, if you get a chance, and I'll send you the link, um, you got to check out Mr. Kida's videos because he's been doing – he's been doing multimedia classes. So he knows mm-hmm. you know how to use things like OBS and the, the screencasting things quite a bit. But he's done yep. some really, really funny videos. Um, about this whole virtual learning thing, and he sends it out to the, the the kids in the community and stuff like that. And then Mr. Lyons has been really good. He he tries to you know post something on Facebook or Twitter, like uh, once or twice. Well, it's probably like once a day, if not every other day. And he'll do like a prayer, but he's always doing something funny, um, to lighten everything up. And I have to say that Mrs. Braycheck and I really enjoy what Mr. Kita or Mr. Lyons has been doing. It, it, you know, it's it's lightened the mood a little bit. We look forward to watching it, you know, to see what they're going to do next. But yeah. it's it's hard to explain um, what Mr. Kita has been doing. Um, have <laughs> to you have to you'd have to watch the video, or somehow link it to your podcast and maybe comment on it because they're hilarious they're hilarious you know but in terms of like mishap technology wise I haven't really heard too much Uh, I don't think I've really heard anything because most people are very focused on you know um, how to not necessarily the mishap or the funny of it I guess it's you know there's a seriousness to it because people are trying to they're trying to get through tech issues you know (laughs) (laughs)
0: First off, just want to take the time to thank Mr. Braycheck for being on the podcast um, and sharing his thoughts about these big changes that have come not only with Xavier, but most uh, institutions around the state. Um, you know, they're being hit pretty hard right now. But, you know, like you said, they're just learning as they go, taking it day by day. Um, you know, it, it's something to see. If anybody has known Mr. Braycheck, anybody has had him as a teacher, driver's ed instructor, I was lucky enough to have him for both. Um, but if anybody knows Mr. Braycheck, you know, he, he's a very lighthearted guy, you know, easy to joke with, easy to goof around with when, when the time's appropriate. But, you know, speaking with him um, for the first time in a while, um, you know, it, it brought out a seriousness to him um, that I haven't seen in all my time and and i feel like this pandemic has really shown its effects on people's personalities and like he even mentioned speaking with me you know a big thing about this whole switch to virtual is the students aren't getting those personalities um like they would in the classroom you know if you if anybody's had mr brachek you always know he he's goofing off he's making jokes in class he's screaming sometimes you could hear him down the hallway but the big thing is now you're virtual and you have a PowerPoint in front of you with his voice on it. You can't really get that you know, personality. You know, every teacher in this school carries some sort of personality with them. And that's the special part about being Xavier is that you get to, you know, live through those day in and day out. And now with this whole virtual thing going on, um, that's one thing that the students are missing out on. And even he mentioned, you know, it, it's one of those things that he misses out on. He he misses being in the classroom, just just like you know some of the students might. Speaking with Mr. Bracek and that um, kind of atmosphere that we're in right now, it, it definitely was different, and it it showed me how serious this could be on something you know someone cares about so much, um, like a school like Xavier, which is built on that community feel um, between students, faculty, whomever um, within the school but I think a big thing that comes out of this at the end of the day is, you know, adaptation on the one hand and and how you adapt to different kinds of changes, you know. You see it in everyday life if somebody's, you know, in a routine of going to school, going to the gym, going home, doing homework, and then eating dinner and going to bed, you know, that's a, a way of life, a routine. That's something that, a student can easily get behind if they can. Um, with this whole pandemic shifting everything, you know, no sports, no sh- social contact within six feet, um, et cetera. Uh, uh, those routines aren't the same anymore. And, and a big part about it, not only on Mr. Breakcheck side of things, but the administrators as well. And, and even the students, um, you know, a big thing is that they have to change their routines. You know, it could be a class at a different time, a, a different time of day, um, a different way to take a test, a different way to study for a test, a different way to, to learn new material. Um, it's definitely not the same as it would have been if you're in the classroom and, and you're face-to-face with your teacher and, and your friends and your peers learning the same material. You know, none of that's the same anymore. Um, it's, it's really just adapt to the new way of learning that we've been experiencing for the past month and you know their school year goes up until the end of may um so that's how that's going to go for until then for the most likelihood um but you know that's the biggest part of this whole pandemic um not only on the educational side of things but you know occupationally um you know doctors businesses you know. it's either work at home or or you're in the front line and, you know, routines are being changed every day. Um, And it's no different, you know, speaking with Mr. Brachek, I learned a lot about, you know, what Xavier has done to change it. So it's, you know, they're trying to make it easier on everybody. It's a little challenging at first, you know, technology is not everybody's best friend. Um, You know, virtual learning isn't everybody's best friend either. Um, so it, it takes a toll on everybody. Um, it's a little different for everybody, different situation. You know, you're learning from home. But the big thing is, you know, how well you can adapt to the changes is really um, how, how you're going to get by. And I think that's the biggest part for students, really anybody who has to undergo change during this pandemic Unless you haven't and you're an essential worker, um, you've definitely had to go through some changes um, in your everyday life. And uh, the students and faculty and staff at Xavier um, are no different than that. And they've had to face some tremendous changes. Not only was I able to um, get the chance to speak and have uh, Mr. Braycheck on the podcast, I was also blessed to have uh, Mrs. Braycheck on the podcast, Mr. Braycheck's wife. who also has a position at the school, um, Xavier. Um, She is um, one of the um, administrators at the school. Um, She works in the office. Um, Well, More than likely, you'll see her every day with a smile on her face. Um, You know, whether you're late to school, she's the one that hands out the tardies. I've had my fair share of those as well. But um, just a very, um, you know, uh, energetic and, Um, very joyful presence for the school. Um, And really, I, you know, it was an interesting lens to see this whole pandemic through her eyes because, you know, she doesn't get the classroom feel for it. She doesn't get the, you know, you're the principal of the school. You oversee everybody. You're the headmaster, um, whatever the case may be. She's an office administrator. um, So that's a very cool way to look at a school. Um, So that was very neat. But, yeah, I just want to, you know, like I said, with Mr. Braycheck, thank her for being on the podcast. Um, it was truly a blessing to speak with both of them.
2: Hi, it's Mrs. Braycheck.
0: I'm Miss Braycheck. How are Hi, you? How are you? I'm doing all God, right. What's going on? Nothing much. This is my day off from. Uh, online classes i normally have a couple each day but today i think so oh, i'm gonna get some homework yes, done yes <laughs> okay so from your perspective what has this pandemic put on xavier what effect has it been has because you don't have a classroom look to it you have, you're the office administrator you have the office look so what does it have on your perspective what is this pandemic
2: Um, let's see. That's a hard one because for me personally, um, it's been difficult not being at school more because I miss the kids. Um, I miss seeing the kids every day and the faculty and staff, the people that I work with. Um, but I do the attendance every day online. And I think the hard part is the kids don't sign in we normally have probably 50 to 65 ish kids every day that don't sign in um, which means Mm -hmm. they're being marked absent and then i have to kind of chase them down to see how come they didn't sign in Um, so that's the hard part um, for the attendance um, but i'm happy that i have something to do at home Um, Mm -hmm. i do answer emails from parents um, all day long it's not consistent but Um, So for me, being a secretary, working at home, I still have work to do. So that makes me happy. Yeah, Yeah. definitely.
0: Yep. So I asked Mr. Bracek this, but what do you, have you seen any like changes? And I mean, obviously you're not in person, so it's, it's kind of hard to tell, but have you seen like any changes in students um, handling the situation? Well,
2: you know, because I think with me and my husband being in the same house and working at the same place, um, we know a lot of the same kids. We discuss some of the kids. We're close with some of the kids. Um, And I do find that the kids that struggle in school are are not even struggling, that are just lazy, um, are the same way at home. Um, I do find some parents have told me that um, their kids love this at home. I think it gives them more time. To do work, Um, they're not as stressed at home, um, which kind of seems odd. I did talk to a parent yesterday that said her kid is just doing so well being um, with. Um, But I, I I don't. For me, because I don't deal with the kids in a classroom, Um, but again, I do follow some of the kids um, because we are close, and even at school, I follow them. Um, And if they don't do their work, I make them come to my office after school and do the work. Um, So that's been hard for me um, because I'm not face to face with them. And if I try to call them, sometimes they don't answer me (laughs) because they know why I'm calling. Yeah. So um, but I but I I, for the kids that I follow and that I keep track of, um, I find this is a lot harder for them. I think there's nobody. I don't think they have people at home that are on top of them where at school we're on top of them so I think it just makes it a lot more difficult
0: yeah and then I'll I'll leave you with one final okay. question so I'll let you get worked in um overall outside of Xavier what is your look on this pandemic it's obviously unprecedented but um what are your like reactions and hopes for the future and and how have you guys been handling well that? me
2: and mr Braycheck have been handling it, uh well um we try to get up in the morning and take a walk nice outside together to kind of start our day um all our kids are grown in and out of the house um so for me and i know mr brachick as well i truly miss my kids um we have one in new york so that um her, her and her fiance. So that worries us, but we we talk to them every day. We FaceTime them every night. Um, we do the um, house parties with everybody on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, and then again, we talk all week long, um, but we all kind of get together those two times of the week to talk and play games. And just even if we just sit and talk, um, it's hard because I'm not a stay-at-home person. I like to be out. I like my, I love my job. I love being with the kids. Um, so it's hard, but we keep busy on the weekends. We kind of make it a weekend and we do yard work and we, you know, do the things around the house that we normally do. Um, you know, so, but we're okay. We're okay. Um, I look forward to hoping that we all take something from this. Um, You know, I think we're too rushed as a society and we try to do too much every day Um, or maybe we should all kind of just learn to slow down a little bit and relax and enjoy each other's company. Um, Yeah, I just hope that we all take something from this. And for me, it's kind of more slowing down and, and spending more quality time with my husband and Um, my kids even that they're not
0: here with us Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing I learned from speaking with Mrs. and all this is um, you know the routine as I talked about earlier you know the school day and what it's like whether you're there or not whether it's online or not but there's a real you know humanizing effect that this has on everybody you know you could see somebody through the lens of their job, you could see somebody through the lens of um what they do for a living, but really it's the painting they put behind their actual presence that really you know shakes you a little bit and speaking with mrs. Braycheck um you know you hear it in her voice, you could hear the humanizing of um just the family feel of what this pandemic really has as an effect on not only her as a mother, but also her as, you know, as a role in such an important part of her life at Xavier, um, where she sees, you know, most of the students every day in the office, whether they're doing homework after school with her, they see her in the morning, you know, you're getting a notice in the morning or after school, whatever the case might be, she's such a presence in the school, that you know it it takes a toll on really your mental spiritual ability to um act as it, as you once did you know th- think about the change that has come between now and the time of you know beginning of march when this all really took on another another you know sense of seriousness how much change has Um, your mind, your body, um, and really your spirit gone through in that amount of time. It's incredible to speak with these kinds of people and, and just hear the, you know, the adaptation, the, um, dramatic changes that people have had to go through. Um, but also behind the mirror, it's somebody else who, you know, has a family that they really, you know, care about and miss seeing, um. There's a lot more to life than just the picture you're given in front of you. Um, and speaking with Mr. Mrs. Braycheck, it kind of showed me that light um, to everything um, beyond this. Overall, I just want to thank Mr. and Mrs. Braycheck for taking their part and um, participating in the podcast. Um, you know, the big takeaway for me really at the end of, you know, speaking with them too is really um, you know how big of a change it's been on not only their family and you know their way of life but really their jobs and it, it's such an important factor to support your family and you know get through hard times but this is really a hard time that nobody really saw coming um, you couldn't have told somebody 2020 would be the way it is right now and have them believe you um, 5 years ago it just wouldn't have happened and you know the the way that Them two have stood up and and really, you know, inspired me to, you know, going through the school, um, inspired me to really be what I want to be. It was interesting to learn what they have to do to just get through another day um, in this crazy life that we live right now in 2020. Um, You know, two very hardworking individuals. I, I wish them nothing but the best um and, and hope for a great end to the school year and hope for you know better days ahead as mrs Braycheck put it um she hopes one day to see your kids again um and all that good stuff i'm i'm very thankful to speak with them but thanks for listening to the first episode of falcons on corona i'm your host zach carlone signing off see you in episode two folks